Greetings, beautiful people. This is Jay here from Lads Talk Health and as always, sending nothing but love and kindness and positivity to all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. Please, please, if you enjoy it, let other people share your enjoyment. Love to you all. Hello, Insta. Jay here from Lads Talk Health. Excuse me, still getting over this cold. As always, send you loads and loads of love and kindness and healing energy and happiness and positivity, which is going to play a big part in today's talk. Yeah, what's going on, brother? Good to have you with us straight away. Hello, Nader LC. Peace to you, bruv. Love your involvement. Right, we've got a few, hopefully, jumping. We've got Harry jumping on. There's the lovely Madara. Hello, lovely lady. Love to you. Hello, Victoria. Hello, hello, hello. Where's my mate Harry Thomas? God, I just realised my balding head is even shiny. We've got the lights fixed in the kitchen and I'm looking super shiny, isn't I? <laughs> There's Harry. Let's get you in. Harry Thomas. Jump on board. So, hello, Anna Purple. Purple dot love, love that. Hello, Samantha. Hello, all you lovely people. And hello, you, you lovely man. Hi, mate. Mickey right. Colombo. Uh, give me two sips. I was gonna um, before you start. How's Daisy? Got um, so funny enough. I've got Daisy after this session this evening, and unfortunately, on a spiritual level, Daisy's not doing too well at the moment. A lot has caught up with that young girl, and it, it, it's perfectly understandable considering for the last best part of a year, her focus has all been on healing and getting good news and 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 whatnot. And then we get to that stage. And she gets amazing news, absolutely amazing news, that the hospital will shatter all over and it's, it's put her in a bit of a state of turmoil. So uh, I'm going to have a, speak, a, a session with her this evening and very confident that we'll be able to get Daisy back to the incredible, inc- phenomenal little human being that she is spiritually. So I'll, I'll let you know. And, and thanks for asking. I always let her know people have asked. And hello to anyone else that's joined that I've missed. Hello, 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 Sammy. Do you want me to place this evening, mate? Considering I'm just talking, talking, talking. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I'll let you place it tonight. I know, but I said, I just realised, because we've got the lights back in the kitchen, I look even bolder because of the shine on the top of my head. I need, I need to get a wig. I was saying, I think it's a dreadlocks. What do you reckon? I'm holding <laughs> on to mine at the moment as well. You're holding on to yours, yeah. I'm going to do a Whoopi Goldberg and get some proper dreads. Go on, you say? I've got a COVID hairline. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, I love that, I get that. <coughs> right, so, this evening, recently, so me and Harry <laughs> always, always check ourselves. And we challenge each other, we check each other. Now, recently, <coughs> the videos we've done, <coughs> excuse me in advance, I'm still getting over this, this poxy cold. Um, the videos we've done recently have triggered some people. Now, we've gone back and looked at the videos, and although we're just telling our truths, these are our truths and, and what we've experienced, and we, it, although we've pointed out many times during these videos that, listen, these aren't facts for you to, got, like, to take on as just what we're telling you, and if anyone's got a difference of opinion, meet people with love and kindness. Get some garlic ginger. Yes, I've already got me garlic and ginger, funny enough. I learned that 
Do you know what? I'm gonna. I learned that while I was banged up from a Rastafarian cellmate. <laughs> he got me on the orange peel, garlic, and ginger when I was banged up. Changed my life. But anyway, so we've gone back and had a watch of the videos ourselves. And although, hello, Paul, there are truths, I can understand how, for some, it might come across as we. Well, we we might be coming across as no as as. Aggressive, maybe I don't know. But either way, either way, aggressive, and not from our point. We know that's not what we're we're inflicting, and so that's not what we're trying to um, put out there. But we take on board all feedback, and what we did realize, admittedly, that the 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 crux of the reason behind us doing these talks is that we've both been a bit pissed off lately, and we have been frustrated, and that has been the sort of start of wanting to tell our truth, which is not the best way as we always talk about foundations, to necessarily start a talk about subjects which are, we know are going to rattle people. So we're doing it out of, do you know what, fuck it, it's time, let's, let's, let's talk our truths a little bit. But of course, that doesn't always sit well with some people. So, Lads Talk Health <laughs> has always been about joy, happiness, and positivity. At its core, I promise you that, as much as we get passionate and everything else, we love having a laugh with our truths of the most important values, which are loving, respect, kindness, joy, all the stuff that we're supposed to be doing as human beings and infusing into our lives and into other people. So tonight's talk is gonna be about what actually really makes you happy and you are always entitled to what makes you happy. Yeah, I love that as a placement, mate. I think just to echo on what you said, there is a lot of stuff that's been going on recently and it is it is tri <laughs> that was quite off it mate it, was, it is been triggering and um, it has been met with a lot of resistance a lot of resistance personal attacks, personal digs um, <laughs> voice notes on the whatsapp <laughs> so, so all sorts of stuff so I, I was checking in with myself too and I said to James when I was in Brazil and James obviously moved out to Spain there was no stress not 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 in terms of where we were that was amazing anyway that was I can rub that in it was a great place to be <laughs> but in terms of if you look back at what we were talking about is all the things that make us happy it was all the things that me and James have been on our own journeys over the last few years massive self-development self-awakening spiritual awakening and within that, we've been talking about the things that light us up. And on top of that, our line of work, we help people. We work with people that have been told they're going to die. And when you're talking about death, you learn about life. And you, you, you literally meet these incredible, these credible people that give you a, a massive ego slap and get your soul awake. And so all the things that we reinforce are things that we've experienced and things that have really changed our lives. But since we come back, there's, I think there's been more of a responsibility as well. We are talking about things that are going on. It's stuff that me and James have looked into for a long time. It just seems to now all tie in together. The same people are telling us one thing or the same people telling us the other. So I think we're very keen just to get some of this stuff out, just to help with all the confusion, help people come back to their foundations. But from another place, sometimes we do, we deliver it in a way as, it's obvious you should know this like 
I'm laughing like a little kid when James is explaining certain stuff. And maybe when someone comes on, that can be perceived as condescending, as I've been labelled today. <laughs> and, so, and, and, and a druggie, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently a druggie as well. Like, uh, but again, this is all interesting. This is all human behaviour. But I woke up this, this week, I've been stressed. I, I don't do stress. I'm, like, I'm always quite naive in, in Brazil. Just focus on the things that make you happy. Do this, just ignore it. I've come back here and I'm literally, my mum's like, we're both going to talk down. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling it now. So I can now sympathise with people. Yes, there's a lot more stuff over here that's happening. There is a lot of stresses. There is a massive divide, which I'm experiencing too, with, with the ones in our family. But as I always say, we have a choice. We have a choice just to pay attention to all this bad news constantly. What comes back to you? Bad news. There's still, as I keep saying always, there's a lot of good happening. It's just hard to go and find it if we don't take the time to look. So I, I woke up today and just said, look, some of the posts that I'm putting out this week, positivity, happiness. What can we do as individuals to deal with all this stress? Simple things that we can start implementing straight away. So me and James have been speaking quite a lot throughout the day. And, and we just said, let's get back onto what we, we have been speaking about. Again, we're going to be touching on the stuff that we need to be aware of too. However, if we've got a choice throughout the day, we want to put most of our attention in the things that do serve us. Because there are, these things are going to keep coming. We can see it's there. It, we have to accept it. But within our day, we can definitely also focus on us and prioritize ourselves, which so many people don't do. We're, what do I say? People, people don't like being selfish. People don't put any time to themselves. They stop what they love doing to help other people. When stress comes in, they stop going to the gym. They stop doing the things that actually make them happy. So this is kind of like a, a soul shake for everyone today to think, right, we have the choices to live the life that we want to. We have the choice to have the happiness on our face every single day. So we want to talk about the things that do bring us joy, things that we all can do no excuses there's no such thing as excuses there's a choice we choose to do things and we can choose to say no so hopefully by the end of this session we can walk away with a big smile we can sleep well and we have some new goals and intentions for the rest of the week love that i'm just having a look at someone what i say to myself is it's only a mind frame human emotion bang on and so i'll sound back i was just going to ask that so for titan day i'm glad you got the sound back one of the things that, funny enough, on uh, so as you are all aware by now, I hope we've got a membership site now that people can subscribe to where we can really delve into the stuff that we want to talk about, but also where we can provide what we do for a living, which is coaching. It's not just standing in me in the kitchen and Harry in front of that door. <laughs> uh, we actually coach people on a daily basis, and that is the most enjoyable experience. So what do I, makes me happy, funny enough, it's not even a job, it's my passion, is coaching people. But one of the things I did recently, and I put this out in the Telegram group as well, I had, I had someone talking to me, and it was the usual, I'm just so busy, 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 and they described to me what was going on over the last seven days. So I said, over the last seven days, can you name one thing that you did for yourself that made you happy that didn't involve anything that was damaging to your body, like drugs and alcohol. Just one thing you did for yourself to make you happy. You couldn't think of one thing. That really got me thinking. 
Because on a daily basis, I'd be interested to know, what do you do every day? And it can be just one thing, one thing that makes you smile to yourself, which is fine. And people think you look like a nutcase. Why are you smiling to yourself? Because you know you've done something for your soul, for yourself, that you feel just by doing it, you've accomplished something. And it could be something really little. Like for me, it's making sure every single morning I go in and I kiss my two kids. It's just the thing I do, that every day I do my little dad walk away. Uh, yeah, I done that. Just a simple little thing. What do you do on a daily basis that serves you, that makes you feel, I'm, I'm a good person, I'm a good soul. Yes, I am. <laughs> and I'm going to be better every single day by doing these little things. What habits? Because a habit is a choice. That's when people get stuck, oh, you know, it's just a habit, I do this. No, it's just a choice. You do anything, anything you do. So what good habits have you implemented into your life by just making that choice. I'm going to do this every day because this makes me happy. And following on from that, a second question to ask yourself, why have you stopped doing the things that you love doing? What is the reason why you're not doing it at the moment? I just want you just to pay attention. It'd be nice if you can share with me. Why have you stopped? That little voice in your head, that's your ego. Hello. What, what's it saying? Why have you stopped? Wake up and actually without alarm now. That, that's the best, actually, by the way, like waking up naturally without alarm. I've done a, a, a few things on, on alarms and the, the shock that it gives on the nervous system, especially the iPhone ones. If you go through your phone, ah, ah, <laughs> literally like that. Like that's one of the worst things that can happen. So alarm clocks, guys, if you have to use it, which a lot of us do, just pay attention. It has to be light. Like that shock and alert, that, that triggers you for the whole day. So coming back to my question, sorry, I, I, I kind of went off topic then. What stopped you doing the things that you love doing? You see what Nays is doing every day? Good on you, mate. Calisthenics training, natural movement. That's, that connects to your soul. There you go. Look at your next comment. My ego keeps the air. I'm going to buy a sad lamp. I missed the sun. <laughs> we spoke about that earlier in the row in your voice messages. I took a job that starts later to allow this. Wow, these are amazing things. That's really, and that's uh, Donna, by the way. Has You know that's Donna, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hello, Donna. I know, of course. Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, honestly, little, and that's, that's, that's made me feel amazing, <laughs> to be completely honest. I use an alarm with a light that progresses. Okay. Okay. You yeah. find now the, the airplanes as well. Before, we used to be on a long old flight, even if you like had a great night's sleep and wake you up and the lights come on and the tills come out. Now it's just gradual. So we're starting to see this all over the world from a, a nervous system point of view. 15 years training. Just to elaborate while we're, we're watching Sammy's coming, coming on. You know when you do what you actually want to do, something for yourself, okay? It makes you happy, right? When you put yourself in a state of happiness, you put yourself there as well. You know what your body does for you? You know, you feel good when you're happy. You get them feelings that, that or when you're kind to someone. It makes you feel good. 
your body rewards your good choices with chemical reactions that you don't even control. You just take part by being happy or training and exercising or being kind. You've got endorphins, serotonin, and you've got dopamine. And I'm sure a lot of people are aware of these chemicals. And if, if not, have a look into them. Because just by choosing to do one small thing a day that makes you happy, that will give you a boost in your serotonin uptake, in your production of serotonin. And if that, if that thing that's made you happy is in some way being kind to another person, guess what? The recipient of your kindness, and this is a fact, look into it in science, they get an uptake in the boost of their serotonin production as well. So just by choosing to do things that make you happy, that you want to do, you actually improve your health. So that's worth thinking about. Mm -hmm. So guys, I'm going to challenge you all this week because this is the intention that me and James both set this morning. The intention this week is happiness and positivity, which starts with us as individuals. And the one thing that most people don't do is actually just take 10 minutes out of their week, let alone their day, to actually sit down. What do I want to get out of today? What do I want to get out from this week? An intention. So I'm going to encourage people now, even if you're thinking in your head, um, I'll show the telegram in a minute. Even if you're just thinking in your head, like what one thing can you do this week that will make you happy? And guys, I want you just to be present as well. Don't think, oh, I can't do that because that's in Manchester or I can't go to the here. There's loads of things that we can do to make us happy. I want you to be selfish with this as well. It's like, what one thing can you do? Because it starts with your own game plan. This is the way that we move forward in life. It also starts with knowing that we have to change. If we continue doing the same things, we continue being in the same place. So the first one is, right, let's do something. So take the time out first of all. And just think, what would I like to do? Then, when am I going to be doing this? Who am I going to be doing it with? You can extend on it. But I want you all just to come up with one thing this week that you want to do for yourself. Because as soon as you get that, what it is, is a big fat tick. If you've set something in place, which a lot of people don't do, your own decisions that you stick to, that you actually succeed doing it, and then you feel good after. Yeah, I did do that. Seriously, that's a struggle to find what really makes you happy apart from hard. I just want to quickly touch on why you're saying this because, I mean, I, I don't want to have to go un, uh, acknowledge. So in answer to your question about what made you stop, Pink Princess Cutie, so I stopped going gym due to caring for my mum's Alzheimer's full-time, so I've had to try and adapt working around any free time around the house. You're amazing. You're amazing. Just know that. You ain't lost out on nothing. Absolutely nothing. What you're gaining... By doing that for your mum will far outweigh however many weeks you lose in the gym in regards to what you're doing for yourself spiritually. So well done to you, genuinely. Still find what makes you happy. Do you want to address that one from Paul, PM Interiors? Yeah. So I guess it's looking at your day first of all. I'm guessing you've got work uh, that's included in there. So work is work. Right? We, get, we, we go, we get on with the day. And a lot of time we get caught up in our work. We bring it home with us. There's a stress there too. So it's to almost say, like, let me get things out the day first. But if we don't know what we're doing, that's where meditation comes in. For me, that is the number one bit of advice. Because, guys, if you think about it, if you all close your eyes now, 
close your eyes. What's it, what is there? Like literally all you've got is your imagination. So when you close your eyes, you can literally, and again, you let go of your ego this time. I'm being stupid now. Let me just think of something that makes me laugh. When you think of these things, what else is there? There's a feeling. Okay, I'm going to think of this feeling. Let me think of the feeling now. Where is that feeling? Happiness comes from insight. And the thing is that we search external all the time to be happy. That car makes me happy. That woman makes me happy. That documentary on Let's Talk Health makes me happy. I'm searching external, but what is happiness? It's a feeling inside our body. What's sadness? What's anger? They're all feelings inside. We're wired thought first, feeling second. It's always, I think of that and oh, that feeling comes. I see that, that feeling comes. I smell that, I get hungry. We always seem to get the external first of all. But still that feeling is inside our body. So what we can do is reverse it. And this is again where meditation comes in and you're going within. I, I saw a thing a long time ago, all your answers are all within. I never understood it until I got to this process. And now it's to think, okay, what makes me happy? I think, okay, what's that happiness feeling? All I get you now is think of this happiness feeling. Sit with that. Happiness, happiness, happiness. So now I'm going to challenge you. As soon as you open your eyes, keep that happiness. Keep that happiness. I'm going to call you a name. I'm going to throw some stress at you. I'm going to throw coat. Keep that happiness. Keep that happiness. And what we do, we start vibrating out. And again, what we put out comes back. As soon as I start putting out this happiness, things will naturally come to you. That's a simplified version of how we can change our life very, very quickly. Imagination, creativity, that all starts with your eyes closed. It's the thought, first of all. Whatever you put into your mind, your body responds. Our stress causes illness. It's as simple as it is. Our happiness, like James said, causes the opposite. We get all the good chemicals going through our body. So I want so you to... Oh. New pitching on that just really quickly as well. With the stress, again, look into this. There, unfortunately, when you stress and you worry about the silliest things, you produce a different sort of chemical, which are made up of neopeptides, which literally flood through your system, just like endorphins and everything else, but actually look to where you're vulnerable and attach to that area to actually attack where your body's vulnerable. Again, that's a fact. So, and... Sorry, Hazard, I just want to address a couple of things. Vic Dukes, very simple statement, but that resonates with me. I can't function without meditation. For those that don't meditate, know this. Once you learn, and you just go through, like anything else, a learning curve that you have to put time into. But once you do, I promise you, just like Vic Dukes has shared, my day is not the same if I don't meditate. The joy I pull and happiness I pull out every single meditation and the peace and calm and clarity is priceless. So, yeah, good point. And the other thing I just wanted to, because this is, this is half the problem, maybe even bigger half the problem, of why people choose not to be happy is because, as Billy Jones has said, we've been conditioned into thinking we need external material things to be happy. We need to undo it. That's the truth. That's the biggest problem is the fact that everywhere we look with our senses, and it's all of our senses, just not visually what they feed us with. 
It's the crap we eat. It's what we hear. It's what we smell. Every one of our senses, is, it gets robbed, if we choose to let it get robbed, by stuff that doesn't matter, stuff that makes you compare yourself to something or somebody else, which teaches you what you, what you haven't got. True happiness literally starts with absolutely everything you have got. Being with yourself initially, just being happy with yourself. You're a gift. Don't ever think you're not a gift. You are a gift to the world. Every single one of us has meaning. Every single one of us is supposed to be here at this time sharing this existence with everybody else. And the world is actually a beautiful place. If you strip away all the bollocks that we're told, it visually is a wonderful place to exist on with beautiful people of all different colours and creeds and from backgrounds that we all are fortunate enough to share energy and space with. And if we concentrated on just being happy with ourselves as a foundation and what we do have, we wouldn't be looking externally to other things that we haven't got or what we need to compare ourselves to. Happiness every single time, as Harry said, it starts from a thought. You just think it. Close your eyes. Take three minutes. This is one of the things we're going to be doing on the meditation workshop tomorrow, is teaching you how, sharing in three minutes, and some of you might have seen my live on that the other day. I'm, Harry will testify to this as well. Any point, at any, any point in the day where you feel like you've, it's getting on top, we can show you something in three minutes where no matter what it is that you feel and you, you think you're stuck with, that not only are you choosing to stick in that place of worry, but you can simply choose to be happy in that situation just by the way you're thinking about what it is that's put you there. And as soon as you change the way you're thinking, in three minutes, you'll have at least two alternative options to what it was that made you feel that you were stuck or scared about or whatever it was or angry about in the first place. So, and, that is and that's a guarantee. And that's just by thinking. Because every time you're sad, you thought it first. Oh, yeah, but I saw something. Okay, you saw something? You made a gauge on what that thing was, and then you chose to feel sad about it. And listen, you could chuck at us, yeah, but what about people when someone dies? And we're dealing with that, on a, on, unfortunately, on more, probably more of a daily basis than most people because of the people we work with. We're often dealing with people that have just lost someone they love with every ounce of their being. And do you think we change our narrative? No, fuck, we don't. We make sure we push into that person with their mirror holding up all the happiness and joy of what they experienced with this person they lost. Because what unfortunately tends to happen, and you can, and again, it's understandable that everyone reaches out of their own sorrow and piles it on to this person that's just lost that special person in your life. And again, your ego is going to tell you, yeah, that's natural. That's what we do. What fucking benefit is that to that person? Think about that. You basically gauging on how you, oh, that was me, I feel so, I feel so awful, so I'm going to reach out and I'm going to show them how awful I feel. That does nothing for that person. What I'm saying now about the thinking process, I've done it, so has Harry. I've done it recently with a beautiful, beautiful gentleman. And he said to me after, he said, you know what, James, you're the only person that has actually made me feel positive in this situation. Why? Because I reminded him, all you have to do is Think of that person. Think of their touch. Think of when they held your hand. Think of when they hugged you. Smell. Remember them. How does that make you feel? 
happy. So it really is in any situation, and we work with people with cancer on a daily basis that have been told often that they're going to die. This is where this information comes from, by the way, experiential observations that we build knowledge of. We can read all the books in the world, and I could recommend a load. But when you see people from Ghana, Australia, America, Sweden, there's probably a load more Israel, all random people we've never met but have shown that same inherent, in a lot of cases, initial regret for not choosing to be more happy in their life and choosing to worry about shit that don't matter, that made them sad, and in a lot of cases, played a part in them getting sick. That's a fact. Again, look into works of people like Dr. Christian Norfolk. These people will tell you. When you worry and you stress, you choose to do it and you get sick. When you choose to get happy, guess what? You can actually heal yourself from sickness as well by just choosing to have a positive outlook about yourself, first and foremost. You have to be happy with who you are. And a lot of people struggle with that. And that's sad. Mm -hmm. And even like a simple analogy as well, like as a human being, we have this whole experience the life of when we're born to when we die, like everyone goes through that whole process. That is a guarantee. We somehow have been conditioned to live our life that I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. I'm just going to hold on. I'm going to keep living. Like, but we all die. So if we were re-educated that we have this lifetime and in this lifetime, there's some amazing magical things that happen. So we need to enjoy every moment of it. And our gauge, and this is where mine and James's teachings have come from. Our gauge, we sit in the middle. If we just turned our attention to people on their deathbeds and there's some amazing posts and amazing stories, ask them for their words of wisdom before they die and they're on their deathbeds. I've got some posts. I'll put them on the group as well. They've all got their, their banners. Be kind. Forgive. Live life. Do the things that you want to. Like Literally, all the things that mean so much to all of us, they'll tell you. When people are told they've got a few weeks to live, Okay, well, we can accept that they say that, but how do you want to live these weeks? Sod it. I'm not getting all this stress. I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to see my loved ones. I'm going to go to China. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. They're going to tell you what they do. So, again, their teacher's like, why haven't I done this beforehand? Again, me and James learn from it. Let's go the other way. Let's look this way. The kids, your biggest teachers, if we paid attention to them, where's their ego? They're just running around and picking up that. What are they doing? Experiencing. Living in the moment. They're being present. They're all giggling all the time. It's about how can I play? You could go one more. Let's look at your dog. They're in the, they're, I think they're your biggest teachers. I think dog is a representation of God. That's how you should be. You should be present. You should always make them love. When your owner's pissed off, I'll give them their time of the day. But when they're ready again, I'm going to give them love again. I'm ready to play. And I think that's how we should then be able to live our life. But unfortunately, we have words. We have a brain that takes in all this other information that's not truth. So it's to almost be, use it as a pendulum. Let's learn from the people that had the wisdom. Let's find out what really is important. And let's look at the kids that just have fun anyway. And then my, my, my saying is, why would we wait until we get ill? Which tends to happen all the time. I get ill, I get injured, I need to get now a physio. 
I need to start changing things. I'm on my deathbed. I need to now eat healthy. I need to uh, cut all the stuff. Use an food. example. Like, I know where that's come from. Where, who, where did that come from about living their best life with cancer? Oh, yeah, Steve. He, um, we had a, a young lad on our, uh, it was our first double call. And this guy, young lads, uh, my age, been diagnosed with a stage four cancer. And you can imagine he's reached out to us. We're like, oh, we're, we're going to join you on a Zoom call. And two young lads, two, two, two lads on the call with him. And he's like, not expecting it. And it was down in the dumps, just miserable. I've got two kids and worrying about leaving them. And by the end of the call, this different person. So he realized he was focusing on the wrong things. And then he had all these insights within that moment. It's like, I've actually been saying this, these answers out loud anyway. My, doc, my doctor said, you're dying with cancer. And he went, nah, 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 I'm not dying. He said, I'm living with cancer. And by the end of the call, he's like, you know what? <laughs> I've got cancer, but this is the healthiest I've ever been. We should live our life like we've got cancer. And me and James were just like, whoa. That's a quote that we use always. Again, why do we have to wait to that moment for us to make these changes? And this is my wake up for all you guys. Stop waiting until we get to the point of suffering. Stop waiting to the point where we drum ourselves in with all this mental crap and junk that we put on to the point where like, I don't want to do this anymore. Why don't we just be disciplined and say, I'm going to start doing the things that I like doing and I'm going to do them now. That's not being selfish because the other thing that I've thrown and get you to realize is when you are doing those things, and I've got your energy bar, your battery, you're 100%. When COVID and these vaccines and your family members and your colleagues at work and stuff come at you with stress, which is going to come, you're fully charged to deal with it. It's just going to take that energy down a tiny bit. But what normally happens is we don't do any of the things that we love. We stop exercising. We stop eating. We don't meditate. Energy's down. And guess what? All that stuff still comes to you anyway. And then you run on empty who suffers? You. Who else suffers? Your loved ones, because you can't do your job that you were doing before. So it's to be like, again, discipline this week, happiness, positivity. Let's find things that you like doing and let's make it happen. Let's book it in. And the other thing, you've got something to look forward to. Mate, you're flowing. Hi, Jess. Lovely, Jess. Yeah, bang on. And the thing is, another thing, another benefit of choosing to do something that makes you happy, guess what? It makes you present in your moment because you can't be happy and not present in feeling happy. So that's something else to consider. Rather than worrying about stuff, which is what most of us tend to do, we live in a state of thinking of things that have either already happened as you know, past doesn't define you, so you're actually thinking about baggage that you don't even own anymore. Or worse still, you start predicting the future, a negative future, off the back of this past that is now fiction. It's not even real anymore. When you bring yourself into the moment, and it could be when you're reading a book, when you're walking the dog, when you're listening to a bit of music, when you're working out at the gym, Whatever it is, when you're whistling to yourself or singing or dancing, where you just don't think about anything else other than what you're doing, that's true happiness. And that choice you have every single second of every single day. And if anybody tells you otherwise, it's a lie. Because you choose 
to make your now every second. Every second. You can choose when you start worrying about something to catch it, acknowledge it. Ah, oh, yeah, do you know what? Why? Ask yourself, why was I about to worry about that? Now what can I do? Rather than going off and letting that thought lead to another thought, before you know it, you're sitting there and your kids have asked you a few questions. I've been guilty of this. And uh, uh, what was that, son? And what they're asking me actually makes me happy. And I've, I've just ignored that, worried about shit for the last few minutes. I've not even listened to my son or my daughter. That, for parents, be honest with yourself. How often does that happen? When you get caught up on your phone or whatever else it is, when you're looking at something that is not making you happy, that you actually ignore the source of your happiness, your children. That's very common and that comes up a lot with my coaches as well. So parents, I'm, again, I'm holding my hand up for that. But I made that choice. I made that choice regardless of what my ego, no, no, I was just concentrating on working. No, I chose to ignore my child that I chose to bring into this place in the first place to teach them and give them happiness and teach them. Oh, that's the thing with happiness. Just think about what you tell a kid. And then just start taking your own advice. Look at yourself. If you're struggling to be happy, bring up a mirror. Take three minutes to just imagine yourself as a child. And really go with it. Just remember what you look like as a child. I can see my little fat face with my dodgy side parting easily. But I know if I talk to me, little me, and he asks me, what makes you happy now? I'll tell him all the stuff that actually makes me happy because you wouldn't lie to a child. You wouldn't lie to yourself as a child. So why not use that as your leverage point if needs be? If you're struggling to be happy, tell your little self. Remind your big self of what you as a child actually enjoy doing because I'm telling you this. That childlike energy, what you liked as a child, the people that you, you just picked as your friends when you were a child, it's all done out of love. It's all done out of just all your senses, happiness, joy, kindness. It's just what you do. You don't even think about it. You become an adult, and all of a sudden, your happiness has parameters. It has things that you need to compare against, safety boxes that you want. I'm not sure if I can still be happy about that, because would they look at me the same? Would, that, would I still be able to be with that group at work? We still do that shit as adults. And don't tell me you don't, because you do. And that is completely the antithesis of what actually makes you happy. Remember what made you happy as a kid, what made you belly laugh as a child. And you haven't gone that far away from it once you start reconnecting with your source and realizing, actually, yeah, that is still what makes me really, really happy in my environment, with my friends, with my family. Get back to that, and it really does make a huge difference in what you've got going on, what you, your ego tells you you've got going on in your life, which isn't real. And I'm going to just uh, say that you can all forgive yourself too, because <laughs> I'm going to ask you all a question now. How many people in this world do you generally know that are really happy? Because that on its own is quite hard to answer. You've got to think about it. Okay, so that's the first question. How many people do you know in this world that are generally happy and also has a game plan for life? Like they literally know what they want to do. They know their purpose. They've got it all set out. 
that as a combination is very difficult. So we haven't really got people to look up to. Who do we look up to or who are we shown to look up to? The people on the TV. Where's all this problem come at the world at the moment? The TV. So what we see as normal <laughs> is far from it. Yet we're basing our happiness based on what things are shown. My fancy cars, <laughs> my fancy handbags, these luxury holidays, these yachts and stuff as well. And I'm not taken away from it. I would love to have that life as well. But that's not the things that make us happy. It's still the happiness that comes through it. So my next uh, suggestion is, and this is where a lot of my, my shifts started happening. There are people out there that are generally happy. And Wayne Dyer, unfortunately, he's not here with us at the moment, but his stories really just ignited me to think, what am I complaining about? Like, it's so simple what he's talking about. And he's got this buzz, this joy around him every time. It's a soulful voice and people are paying attention. Why do we pay attention? Because we want what he, what he has. And actually, it sounds really simple. And when we can start educating and watching these, watching, listening and reading these autobiographies of people's stories where they have turned it around, you try one thing that they say, experience, and it works. Who's taken control of that? Who's made that decision? You. That means you're in control of all your happiness. You don't have to wait for things to come into your life to make you happy. You don't have to wait for someone to tell you to do something to be happy. You have that power, but you have to then make that happen. And that starts, I think, with self-development, turning everything back inside. And if I don't know what makes me happy, let me just find out people who are generally happy. And there are a few, and there's a lot more now, but real happiness as well is not about how many followers they got or how big their smile is. A smile for me shines through the body. You need to find someone that you resonate with, not what you've been told is this is the way to do it. And happiness can mean loads of different things. But as soon as you start finding this, guys, and start putting these things in place, you won't change at all. Yeah, I love, love some of these names as well. Yeah, yeah, coming up big time. A few people have said kids as well, because that's, as soon as have you asked that question, my two children, infinitely happy. And I, I hope, and I know... You've got to be careful with this because unfortunately some children, which we're not going to go into in this, this conversation, but don't get that opportunity, which is heartbreaking to just enjoy being a child. Because if you think, okay, what, okay, for myself, what is the one thing that I want my kids to be? Happy. More than anything else, I just want them to be happy. When we moved to Spain, we put Leo in a new school. We put Aaliyah in nursing. All me and my wife spoke about, do you think they're happy? I hope they're happy. Do you think he's just telling me that he's happy? That, that's all you want, is you just want these little people to be happy. And why is that? Why? Because my egotistical big twatty dad self yearns to be that again. Because when I was that, all I was was innovation. No one could tell me this, that or the other. It was just <clears throat> fun, fun, fun. Happy, happy, happy. That's a kid. That's the life a kid leads. That, and then all of a sudden, we'll start labelling it. That's very childlike. Fuck yeah, guess what? It's very childlike. And it should be fucking childlike. Because what the children do, they have fun. You could put them anywhere. 
and they'll find something to do that makes them happy. Why? Because even at a young age, they work out. But if I make myself happy, I feel good. Simple as that. But as adults, how many people, in fact, what you just said there, I want to challenge people. You said, you know, we can all choose to be happy. Please, someone be honest. Someone's voice said, no, no, you can't. That's the biggest blocker of happiness, is you telling yourself you can't be. How can anybody else tell you you can't be happy? How, how is that possible? You can't be happy. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> who, who gives you the right to tell me? But then at the same time, why are most people unhappy? If you really dig deep into it, they'll say it's because of someone else. Well, hold on then. Let's break this down logically, with childlike logic. If someone else is telling you you can't be happy, if someone else's actions are making you unhappy, what choice have you got? To walk away. To remove yourself from that environment. To instantly say, that makes me unhappy. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm going to go and do this. And there's a Wayne Dyer quote, as we're on Wayne Dyer, and we've said this so many times. And this, this changed my life when I really, really felt what this quote actually means. It's really simple. If you want things to change, so let's, let's quickly change that. If you want to be happy, but it's actually, if you want things to change, you have to change the way you look at things. So if you want to be happy, you need to choose what makes you happy. Tell me I'm wrong. One person tell me I'm wrong. Please, because you choose, so do I, to be unhappy. You never, ever, ever just are unhappy. You make a choice first. And that's quite empowering because if, if that sinks in, which is different, don't get me wrong, certain times I still get unhappy. I still get sad. We're human. It's going to happen. But it's being able to, however long it takes, for your, for your choices to go, right, stop, stop. I'm not going to choose to be pissed off about this anymore. I'm not going to be... Do you know what? Here's a classic example. This has come up a lot in these chats. A lot of people said how unhappy they are with the current situation with COVID. Yeah, it's shit. It is. But do we choose to let that rule our existence currently? Do we choose to make it a point of every conversation? Do we choose to wake up and think, I'm going to go to work today and I'm going to experience that again? Yes, you do. You choose to feel that way about that situation. So... Here's a, maybe another way of thinking about it. Yeah, COVID shit. Yeah, for me, this is our opinion, by the way, this is my opinion. I'm not saying this is a truth for anybody else. So for my truth, this whole situation with COVID is shit and awful. And I, I could get into so many debates with people and arguments with people over it. All choices of negative energy. Or I could choose to be grateful in myself for knowing my truth and thinking, oh, I've pulled away from that. I've dodged that bullet. Actually, I'm going to choose to be quite happy about that. And if, if I get into a conversation with someone and they get aggressive and they're coming at me, I'm going to choose to point it out, maybe. Do you know what? I've got no intention in getting into this with you. I'm actually quite happy with my situation being what it is. If that's how you feel about it, absolutely fine. There's always a choice. Never stuck in sadness. You choose to stick in whatever it is that's making you unhappy, which... The law of absolute life tells us if we've got a choice to be unhappy, it means we've got a choice to be happy as well. It really, really is that simple. And just to say something else on this, when you start 
getting into and you start with something little just start with something small don't try and change because your ego will, will tell oh, what have I got to change my whole life to be happy no do one little thing but do it repetitively because just like all your negative thoughts that you keep going back to you keep going do you think they started in once do you think the fact you keep going back to them is, is the fact you just have no you choose to keep going back keep going back so guess what you've got to, un to unwire that in fact, someone on there, a very clever lady I was coaching, said to me, I need to untrain my brain. That's what we need to do. And then we've got to start making these repetitive choices and doing little things for ourselves that does make us happy. And guess what? Just like going to the gym, you work hard, you lose weight. You choose to be happy on a daily basis. Before you know it, you become quite happy. And people in your circles start feeling that. It becomes infectious. People start saying to you, do you know what? You you're really positive. That conversation we had the other day, you really made me feel differently. It happens. It will happen just by you choosing to be happy. Yeah, I love that, mate. Uh, got a comment. Uh, I just want my little one to be happy, not to have the child that I had. So this is coming back to how many people do we know that's happy? Our kids mirror our parents. So if you want your little one to be happy, or you want your little one to be healthy, or I don't want my little one to smoke, you have to hold the mirror up first of all because they are following your every move and they can feel your happiness. They can feel your stress. They can feel all of it. Kids don't understand words much at all, but they understand feeling. Even if you think you've got a smile on, you've had an argument with your partner, you walk into the room, they feel it. You can feel the tension straight away. So if you want your little ones to be happy, again, all comes back to us first of all. Let me now work on myself. Let me be that one that they do look after, look up to, sorry. But that then gives you meaning because you can get them all involved in the process. And you also can then start adding attention <coughs> to, to it. I've realized I haven't done things that make me happy. What do you like to do happy? And then let's, let's incorporate that together. And when you know that whatever you're doing, your little ones are looking up to you, then you know, well, I've got to keep this up because I know that it's, it's making a big difference and a big impact. And again, there's no reason not to, but the problem is, is that we've been so conditioned into it and we have all had our past. Like no one can take that away from you. And these are things that we've done that we wish we hadn't, we regret, we hold on to, but that's your past. So within that, there's so many different teachings as well. But like we always say, you're still here now. You're still on Lads Talk Health on a Monday night and we're talking about happiness. And we still got a yeah. lot to look forward to as well. We have. So go on, mate. So I was just, I was just doing, your, I was doing your puff daddy <laughs> and I was, I was your hype man. Go Harry. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, just to challenge yourself now. And again, coming back to what we started with today. We've got the week ahead of us. I don't even like working on weeks, but I think it's a good place to start. What do you want to get done this week? One thing that you can put in there. And then if you're unsure what makes you happy, which come up earlier, here's the best way to make yourself happy and the easiest way. Kindness. Kindness to someone else. Kindness to a complete stranger. We're talking about Wayne Dyer. Let's quote him again. He told a story how his little daughter um, phoned him up and said, uh, you never guess what, uh, I went to the train station and I bought, I went to buy a ticket for the train and uh, the person behind the counter said, don't worry, the person behind you, uh, in front of you just said, next person, ticket's on me. She's like, oh, amazing. 
She phoned up a friend all the way in America, said to a friend uh, the story, and her friend said, oh, I'm going to do an act of kindness today as well. In the supermarket, she said there was this family behind them. They looked a bit stressed. They're looking all over the place and said, oh, you can go in front of me. And the woman said, you know what? I was asking for a sign. We've just moved to this area and we hate it here. Like nothing's gone our way. And I asked God, please give me a sign today. And your act of kindness, that's the sign that I needed. We're going to stay here. And the lady behind the checkout was like, wow, this is amazing. I'm going to do an act of kindness. So one act of kindness to a stranger, didn't want anything back, he's walked off. Look at the ripple effect it had all the way across the world. That's where we can start. Tomorrow, intention. Let's do an act of kindness. You buy a coffee for someone. Just leave it on, next person, the coffee on me. Post office, next parcel on me. It's a little thing, but you don't need to take any credit for it. You can walk off knowing you've done a good deed for the day. It'll make you feel better. Do you know the most simple one you can start with? And this is one that I've been teaching Leo to do, and I'll teach Leo when she understands it as well, is every person you walk by, smile. If they catch your eye, I'm not saying you, you walk around and get everyone smile, but if you catch someone's eye, smile. Literally just smile at them and see the response you get back. And even if they look a bit like, what are you smiling at? Keep your smile and keep on walking with your head held high because that will resonate. Whether it be that second or at some point that person's ego will, will dissipate and they'll feel your smile. They will literally feel your smile. I do, that's one thing I try and do every single day out here. No matter, I gave a story, I think, was it on the tour? I told you about the cleaners in, in the building. Mm -hmm. So there, there's, in, in the block that we, were, we live in in Spain, we were quite lucky, we were in a nice complex and there's, there's some Spanish cleaners that I've noticed. No one really speaks to them uh, and no one really acknowledges the job they do. So since we moved in there, we've made sure, in, in my bad Spanish, I've made sure I've asked, said good morning to them every day and asked them how, am I do, how they're doing. Even, even Leo and Leah do it, my wife, when we're all together. The faces of these people just being acknowledged for someone saying good morning, saying thank you for, for cleaning outside my door and putting my mat up here I can see you've done that and they just want to talk they just want to express to you thank you for noticing me just something so small like that and they love the fact that my kids come out and they'll say good morning and they'll make sure every, every morning now my, outside my door is more clean than anywhere else in the block not that I've asked them to do it or why uh, that, like that was the point but my point is just by something really simple Really, really simple. Just acknowledging someone with a smile, with a good morning. So with your smile, maybe just add good morning. So actually, no, good morning, maybe not, as we know what good morning actually means. That's another shot. Okay, or grand risings, whatever it is, hello. But just smile at people for one day. That's the challenge. Anyone who catches your eye line, just smile at them. See what happens for the day. I've got a good uh, record with free coffees <laughs> going in the coffee shop. I've always got a big smile on my face. And James said a key thing, noticing. Notice and appreciate is one of the most powerful things you can do. Coffee shop, you go in, you say, oh, you're busy today. I always see nonstop. It's amazing what you do. That's it. They remember you. They're really good. Same people. They give you a free coffee. Again, not expecting it. Going to the restaurant, look at the waitress walking around. 
you'll see some waitresses, they're always con notice it. I see that you're always on the lookout for everyone. I love that in a waitress. A waitress. You'll see they walk off like, oh my God, they've, they've noticed me. Noticing and then appreciating is the most powerful thing. We all want to be noticed. Never happens. Never happens, not even in the relationship, but it's really powerful. So again, another challenge. Look out for ways that we can notice and appreciate just a little thing and just make that comment. Don't want nothing back. And then go, I am a smooth operator. It works a lot. <laughs> but Dame said, go and smile to a random stranger. How hard is it for people to smile? I hated smiling before. I'd be like, oh. It naturally does it now. I feel in a much better place, but it, it's challenging. There's um, a mentor that I've done some work with, a guy called Jonathan McDonald, and he told me his deathbed advice. He said, for twice a day, when you're walking past, I thought this was amazing, when you walk past, you see someone, with every inch of your body, you're going to send them love and happiness. I'm going to send them love and happiness. You don't have to tense or anything, but you literally, as much force as you can, he said, there's something that happens and like they might look at you even if you're looking weird but he's just giving that one and he just said there's something magical about that so <laughs> and, I just you walking by a tonga <laughs> can you yeah, see don't do that don't do that in london <laughs> yeah <laughs> but all of a sudden you're laughing and joking how quickly does your day turn around when there is smiles on there you're going to get and how quickly do you change the day of somebody else? That's the nicest feedback I, I have ever got from people multiple times is when you've, you've shared that smile with that person. I've carried on and they've actually come up and just, uh, thank you so much for that smile. I remember me and my wife done it to a lady in Tesco's when we were living back in, it was when we was in Farnham area. <laughs> and uh, basically there was a lady and you could just see she was sitting there with her other half whoever it was and you could see the pain on this woman's face and it was so much that me and my wife who was having breakfast on another table it was just Leo at the time which was years ago that my wife said I want to go and buy her flowers so we went into Tesco's picked up it was in the cafe anyway picked up some flowers went back my wife presented her these flowers and the woman just broke absolutely broke but then within a minute of all of that clearing out she just hugged my wife and she said you know what you've just made me feel so much better about myself right now when i needed that right now that i can't and all she wanted to do was hug my wife and thank her and and it's just beautiful to watch i stood up i felt so proud of my wife just watching it and these are, these are little things that you can do for somebody else. And I'm a knower that karma is a real thing. A real, and since I've started implementing these little thing practices into my daily routine, which I am proud of, saying good morning to everyone, speaking to everyone, making sure I smile at everyone, my life feels happier in general because that's the energy I'm putting out. So the energy you put out, it's all encompassing. You stay in that energy. If you're always putting out love and kindness, that's your aura. That's what you're building. That's what kids do in abundance. They just do it naturally. They're just bundles of it. We can do that as adults. All it takes is simple little, funny enough, childlike things. So what do kids do? Kids can just walk up to each other in the playground, snot dripping down their nose, smile at another kid, and start playing together. <laughs> 
Now, I'm not saying as adults we should do exactly that, but my point is, that is just energy. There's nothing said. You just pick, I'm going to go up, I'm going to smile at this person, then we're going to start playing together. How wonderful is that when you break it down? Is you can just, there's no judgment involved. There's no ego involved. It's just, I'm seeing an opportunity to have fun with somebody else. So I'm just going to chance my and I'm going to smile at that person. Give them a big smile. <laughs> See what comes back. Because mm -hmm. I guarantee you, at the very worst that can happen is they don't smile back. But you never know as well, bear in mind, what is going on in that person's mind, what they're dealing with that day. But what you have done, you've given them something else in there that's been logged. And at some point, oh yeah, do you remember that bloke smiled? That, that, that lady smiled at me today. It's a positive versus the negative that they might have had going on. So it will be logged. And either way, you're winning. Because you're definitely chucking out the right energy that you're going to get back in one way or another. Yeah, I'm going to have to shoot for a session, but I just wanted to touch on Pink Princess Cutie. Something I've always said, when women naturally smile at a man, the man automatically thinks, she fancies me. So just, <laughs> just be selective of who you're smiling, because a natural smile, again, we don't smile enough. So as soon as someone does smile, it's like, oh my God, it's me. <laughs> so maybe we can work on that process until we all get used to smiling at each other, and just to protect your energy on there. But guys, I'm going to have to shoot because I've got a session cool. that I've got to go to as well. But again, yeah, I've got danger now as well. So love to everybody out there. Thank you very much. And be happy. So your challenge for this week is simple. Every day, do one thing that is making yourself happy, first and foremost. And that could be smiling at someone else because guess what? That makes you happy. But just one little thing every day for yourself that is not detrimental to your health. So no drinking or drugs I'm talking about. And then quickly, guys, just to say that on our membership site, we've got tomorrow night is our live workshop. We're doing a Thank workshop you, called Redefining Meditation. So it's £35 for the month, £1.17 a day, £1 a day if you pay a year up front. And every single week there's a, a workshop, there's a coaching session, there's daily experiences, there's a great community, there's James and Harry. <laughs> it's definitely worth the investment and there's happiness flowing all the way through it. So if you're interested please do get involved, redefine the meditation. But thank you so much. Lots of happiness and positivity. Stay happy, people. See you later. How's our chat show after Daisy, yeah? See you later, mate. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. If you've been interested in this content and want to reach out for us one-on-one -on -one or group or community coaching, please don't hesitate to. You can find us at Lads Talk Health on Instagram. On Telegram, if you're interested in the natural plant medicine, search for Rick Simpson Oil, best Rick Simpson Oil, forward slash cannabis oil, forward slash THC oil. You'll also find us on Instagram at Lads Talk Health. We've got a community membership site. If you're interested, please reach out. The membership site is www.ladstalkhealth.com And again, love to all.